Good afternoon, everybody. I am Kyle, and this is the wonderful Jade next to me. Today, we are straight off not only a wetsuit here call, but also the beach out there. So we're looking a little informal on this <laughs> Barrels and Business Friday. We're having a pretty cool day, though. Today, we are talking all about onboarding new staff, new people into our business. And um, this is a pretty cool conversation to have because I've just done it this week. I've got my new amazing Amy, who has started this week. No, she's awesome Amy. Awesome Amy, sorry. It was awesome Amy. And, um, you know, she's equally as awesome as everyone else in my team, but it was really important that we got the process right. And Jade certainly helped me with that, and it's going to be a great conversation to talk about that. So, how's your day going today anyway? So far, so good. I am a little limpy. I, uh, oh, oh, wow. The camera probably can't you see. You've got the mark. Wait, I do have the mark. Yes. Uh, apparently, I look like itsy bitsy spider going down a water pipe. Uh, Matty Barber said because he was like egging me into what he said was going to be a cruncher, <laughs> and uh, evidently it was a cruncher, and I looked hilarious going over the falls until we moved back up to this bank, which was way, way, way more, way forgiving. more gentle. Yes. Um, but before we even get into stuff. How was your day? How was your afternoon yesterday? Yesterday. We had a pretty epic yesterday afternoon. So we worked really, really hard yesterday on my six-week plan and what's coming up for me and my team. And then we decided to go for a bit of a skate out to lunch, which was really, really cool. Um, we both needed a bit of a reset and needed, needed a reset. to get out of, out of, out of the strategy head screens. <laughs> um, so we, need, we needed to actually move was probably the most important thing. And so we went for a bit of a skate. We enjoyed a nice lunch down at Palm Beach Surf yep. Club. Yep, I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, by the time we got back, we're looking at the surf and should we go for a surf? We should get back into a bit more work. And next minute, Clayton's on the phone. Hey, ramps yours, come on over. So I got a pretty, I got to actually christen the ramp over at Clayton's place. That's pretty Yeah, I'm, so Coach Clayton um, from Ombi, which you guys have seen on the podcast before, who put me through my paces for the 30 day surf challenge. They ripped down the old ramp and rebuilt the ramp. Yep. And we got the call up saying it's been finished an hour ago. Don't we, step on this step here or that bit there because the paint's, paint's still wet. wet. <laughs> <laughs> so that was super fun. I have um, to say it helped because, so it was the first time I'd dropped into the ramp. So oh, that's right. I'd only been working yeah. in the bowl. I hadn't actually dropped in. So I actually found that that really, really helped me today where I was dropping into a couple of waves that I probably wouldn't have normally and it gave me the confidence to be able to just rock into it. And I could feel the knee, Clayton, if you're listening, I could feel the knees kissing. I was yes. doing everything right, I swear. Um, so that was really, really cool. I enjoyed that. It definitely helped me this morning as well because I was steep as up there this morning. Um, not when you went upside down. Not when I did the upside down yeah. thing. I think that's when I forgot the, what I think I forgot at that point in time was don't go too late. Don't. And coach has taught me not to be, not to be a get in the head game by other people trying to get your position and get priority by them like egging you onto something that you either shouldn't paddle for because you're never going to get it or something you're going to get killed on. I feel like Maddie might have done that to me today. But when he was, was doing it to everyone, I though. think he was doing it to everyone. <laughs> um, but with the dropping into the ramp, when he was saying like, you don't walk up 
you don't walk upstairs leaning backwards, you walk upstairs leaning forward. And that, yeah, that knee kiss and, and the psychology, though, of leaning over the edge of the bowl. And commit. And commit. Commit. And the speed that you get rather than getting hung up at the top. So I think that was really good. Um, but for me, the that knee, that knee kiss, I know the, the last wave I got over on this bank, for sure, I was like, I wanted to go faster because it was I was gonna miss the section. And normally I do these ones. Quick, 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 quick. <laughs> and then with the back bend, and I was like, no, I know I need the weight on the front foot. Kiss the knee, kiss the knee, kiss the knee, kiss the knee, kiss the knee. And I made it through that part, so Ooh. I was like stoked. Now, Clayton talked about commitment and committing to it, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. So that's really, really cool mm. that came up too. But um, we're sort of rambling a bit. The most important thing today, we're not actually beers today. I'm on tea today because I'm driving back to New South Wales, so we're being good. Um, I don't want to have a big drive after having a beer or two. I'm going so. out in sympathy with you. So I've convinced Jay we're having, well, are you going to make it an alcohol-free day? <laughs> no. No, Steve gets here later. Uh, yeah, and it's Friday, so we're recording this on a Friday if you're watching the actual podcast later. Um, this, yeah, and it's the it's one of the last experiences that I get of this setting. Last so weekend. no, I'll be having a sunset beer for <laughs> sure. All right, so let's let's talk onboarding. So we're, we're talking about we've 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 been out to market and we've done all the hard work. We've found an exceptional candidate, and we've got them in. We've we've done all that pre-screening stuff. We're over the moon. They're starting tomorrow, or let's go Monday. Monday start day. Here they come. <gasps> no. I'm going to stop. Hammer time. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been hammering you for weeks. We so Orson Amy accepted the job and I said there's a long time before she starts. We have a phone ringing. It's Damn epic. It. <laughs> Let me fix that. We're, we're on, we're recording on there. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, so the, yeah, we, we secured Awesome Amy, but there was a long time because she had to give notice and get all those things, which is really common with, uh-oh, the phone. Wait, are we still here? The, we're, back. I, yeah, we're back. We're going to have to, look, this is what happens when you go live. <laughs> Shit, just, worst case, we'll switch crazy. cameras down here. Uh, so, what really, what happens oh so often is people make an offer and someone might have four weeks notice period and there's that time in between. Now, the thing is, someone might sign a contract Often the employers don't send the contracts. They're like, oh, we'll just do that when they start. So there's no even commitment to, or there's not that level of commitment. And it's really easy once someone's resigned for them to be snatched up Mm -hmm. from underneath you because word gets out that they're a free agent. And they're um, awesome. Someone else has already validated (laughs) that they're awesome. Um, We used to see this a lot when I recruited for Google. And then there was a delayed time frame, and then Facebook used to come in and swoop them out from under our feet, and it was just it was shit. Um, so Facebook's been stalking us forever. Yes, this has been like since a very long time. Uh, Atlassian was also really great at swooping in and stealing Google candidates, but you need to think about the journey from when they've purchased. So it's just like a customer journey. So they've purchased you, they've gone, you know what? I'm going to pay you with the most important thing I have in my life, me, time, and time. Right? And I'm going to give you like 80% of it. Lots of it. So you want to make sure that experience from acceptance to start 
is really well handled. So what some of the things that I made you do before Amy started? <laughs> so we did make sure we committed. We got everything signed. There was, um, we had to, we used some digital signatures so that we could, we didn't have any delays and everything was done correctly. Can just, everyone please just get on that? Because the uh, amount of people are like, oh, I don't have a printer I or printer. I don't have a scanner. I don't have a printer or a scanner. <laughs> and I like then I, we've just got to get the time to send it. Maybe we should mail it. Oh, they'll have to come back in. No, DocuSign. DocuSign. Or is, do you use DocuSign? We use Panda. 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 Oh, Panda Doc. Yep. Yeah, there is like a million that you can use. They're free too for simple yep. documents. Yep. Yep. Just get it done. Show Just them the commitment. Out the door. So yep. first step, we got that out. And so we did recruit very, very quickly. So when we found Amy, it was sort of like from zero to go was sort of like three or four days. <clears> and yep. so it was a really fast process. And we had to be fairly mindful that, um, and we talked about this the other day, not everyone wants to run as fast as I do. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it is, it is certainly important to um, be mindful and slow the process down and just let things roll and let people come into it um, as they're comfortable, as, mm. they, as they feel comfortable. So we slow, once we sort of got documents signed and everything under control, um, the important thing, I think, was the communication piece, was yeah. um, a few messages backwards and forwards just to let Amy know that, hey, we still love you, we still want you, um, we're looking forward to you joining us. It's, you know, it's really exciting for us as well and for you. And, um, you know, even Amy expressed that um, she was feeling a bit nervous about, hang on, I'm, I'm now changing jobs and I'm changing companies and all and that. The first time in like 10 years. <laughs> so it was like pretty daunting. Yeah. Yeah. And this is going to be a common thing. So whether... It doesn't really matter where your people are coming from. It's going to be a fairly common thing that um, it's going to be a daunting experience. Well, they're coming into a whole new team of people. Like they'd only met a couple of us. Like Amy had only met a couple of us. She yeah. started, kind of said hi to the guys when she came into yep. the office. But, you know, remember your first day of, of work, your first day of school, your yeah. first day going into anything. It, it can be really daunting. And so being able to keep that connection piece going, they know that they've got someone as a friend there for them coming in so one of the other things that we talked about doing is and I, I really recommend for anyone that's going through a longer um, process actually you can do it either in a short process but if you can get one of the team members to almost form a buddy relationship so they mm. feel like they've got a friend coming into the team someone that's already at a peer level like it's not just a manager or a boss that's helping him through it that someone on the team actually cares and um, one of the really cool ideas we're gonna roll it out with one of my other clients is they they theme their business on Dragon Ball Z and I I've come in as a because I'm there talking Dragon Ball Z I mean I'm like I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> like we have to change this and I said I don't know if everyone else coming in is gonna know this and so what we're gonna do is get them to do a movie night before they start as a social so that they are on they they know the inside joke because if you come in like they, they're talking they're like cyan this i don't i can't insert correctly and i i feel like i'm on the outer so if you have something that's like an inside joke and if you can get them to meet a few of the team yep. even before they start by doing a movie night or doing some sort of social mm -hmm. in that process you're lowering that anxiety point before they start and raising their commitment level and helping form friendships. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah, so they feel like they're seen, heard and connected, yep. which is definitely going to raise 
their ability to fully show up because you're lowering that anxiety. Mm, definitely. What else did we do? When we're talking about that last night, it actually got me thinking about the whole buddy thing. And um, when, oh, a long time ago now, uh, my eldest two kids changed schools. And, you know, that, that's always a pretty big thing for kids to change schools. And it was right at the start of fourth term. So it wasn't at the start of the year. Um, they, were, they were coming in as fresh faces and... It was really, really good. The school did a fantastic job where um, they'd already met the teachers, so they knew the teachers and they're quite comfortable with the teachers, the reason that we chose to go there. But they, the school got in touch with us in the school holidays, so the teachers, each teacher, and they went, and I can't remember, <laughs> sorry kids, but you know, Mary's going to meet Kiani at, at the main <coughs> office at 8.45 and she's going to look after her for the first week. And Kobe's going to be met by Johnny and, you know, at the same spot, 8.45, they're going to take them, they'll get them into roll call, yes. they'll get them through everything and they're going to look after them for the whole week. And those kids were prepped for it as well. So they knew that they had to be there and pick them up. They knew that they had to take them to roll call, explain the roll call thing, um, get them to their classroom, explain where everything was in the school. And like, we're, we're talking like they were, um, Kobe was probably eight and Keanu was probably 10 at the time. So, you know, quite, quite responsible actions yeah. from school kids just to, to enable it. And, you know, that, that really made the difference for the kids starting there because they walked into the school, found their buddy, Straight away, they're comfortable. Yeah. They're feeling good. Well, because think about it. When you're walking in and you're disorientated, you don't know where things are, you feel like the odd one out, yeah. like just having that someone. So this, we'll talk a bit more about first week in a moment, um, but having that set up and seeing what you can do to integrate that, even if they can drop messages in between and like introduce themselves, even a couple of the team, it just helps to, mm. to break down those barriers. Um, what else did we get to Amy before she started? So we organized her uniform, or at least the start of her uniform. Yes. So she, um, her second job when she started was to order her, the rest of her uniform. <laughs> <laughs> That's the empowerment bit. Yeah. But um, so the, the reason that we, we only got one bit of uniform was there's nothing worse than turning up with five pieces of uniform and none of them fit. So, yeah. um, all right, we, we had a pretty good stab in the dark. Amy had told us a size, so got that out to her. I mailed it to her with a nice little love note, looking forward to having you here. Um, I'm, maybe it wasn't a love note, but it was a nice a note just saying, hey, we, we want to see you here. We're looking forward yeah. to it. That would have turned up, I hope, on the Thursday before she started with us. So a little bit of time to get it and furl it. On the Friday, I sent Amy uh, another text message. Um, just said, hey, looking forward to having you on Monday. You know, it's pretty exciting. And I sent her a video. And I'd created a video. And I did this for Graham when he started with us late last year as well. And basically what I did is I, I stood up at the driveway near our office. And I went, hey, looking forward to having you here. You know, how exciting. Thought I'd just give you a quick rundown on you know, what it's going to be like as you come in the door. So, you know, if you want to park, here's the parking. You know, as you come through the door... Here's where you're going to find so-and-so and so-and-so and, -so and I'm going to be in there. And you know, as, as you roll through, geez, it's fun to on live, isn't it? <laughs> we usually turn that off. We were a bit dripping on things earlier. <laughs> so then, um, yeah, just a, a quick walkthrough about, you know, as you walk through here, this is where you, you put the sign on to say you're here. Walk through here, the bathrooms are in here, the kitchen. I actually love that, the, the sign in terms of who's in, who's out. And... Most importantly, though, you explained why, so that if there is a fire, we know who to account for. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. And, yeah, yeah. and 
This is the male bathroom. This is the female one. Make sure you choose correctly. Choose correctly. I'm like, look, yeah, choose wisely. You choose what, oh, wisely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take take your choice. That's fine. Take your choice. So you know, with a lady coming in, if you want to choose the male bathroom, that's fine. Totally fine. There's a lot of boys come through the place, so maybe that's. I must right. say, when I was in the workshop, there was a lineup for the girls, so I just used the boys. The boys are pretty good. I'm a bit gender confused sometimes. Apparently, I have manship. Funnily enough, you know what? The bathrooms are exactly the same. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> bizarre, isn't it? The, the whole the whole toilets thing it's, works it's, the same. It works the same. It's crazy. <laughs> it's just the cleanliness sometimes. So the Friday before she started. Just a quick video out, just to you know, take away some of those things that are um, the unknowns and the things that you, I know, you know, I can remember starting in places and you, and you never feel great about going. So where's the bathroom? Yeah, because like it, announcing that I need to pee. Yeah, you feel yeah. like everyone's going. Oh, so you need to pee now, do you? Yeah. Well, yeah, actually. Yep. <laughs> and like, save the pot is plate. there is is there somewhere that I'm allowed to park? Am I going to park in somebody else's yeah. spot? Where's yep. yeah? Yep. And we have some special rules around um, if we've got students in, then you don't park in the car park. We'd leave that for the students. So yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a couple of things that we can just take away the anxiety. Which was on. actually really helpful because we had students in on Monday yep. as well. So yep. I thought that was great. And I think like, especially for your audience being like trade based, yep. site based, the, the uniform thing, we had a really good conversation about that last night because if, or anywhere that wears a uniform really, yeah. if, think about it, if you turn up on your first day like when you're at school yep. and you're the only one not wearing a uniform. Yep. You're you, the only one in sports uniform. Oh, bad. Or you're actually worse. There you're is the only worse. one in real clothes, in yeah, a real know, uniform and a sports day. You're the only day. one in formal uniform yeah. on sports day. Yeah. The that absolute sucks. pinnacle of oops. Yeah. That's not, that's not fun. <laughs> that's not fun. And like you automatically feel like you're the outsider yeah. and you're a bit self-conscious and like thinking about the anxiety especially if you're a chick like what do I wear like what is the message that sends like am I going to get judged just it takes that away and we we're talking about like even with steel cap boots like if they work supplied boots what can you do to get those to them beforehand so that they're not coming in and have to change or go out and get them and yep. you feel kind of like a burden when you've got it especially if you have to chase them up, like you've yep. got to have the stuff, but then you've got to chase somebody yep. and yep. the admin girl's out and the card's over there and it's like Bunnings ran out of sizes and it's like yep. just... Now, more importantly though, more importantly, as a tradie, you've got to get your high vs mm -hmm. you've got to put it in the mud and wash it. <laughs> so it doesn't look too so bright. That you're it's not the equivalent the of the like yeah. white shoes. The white shoes. Yeah. Thing. So, you know, even as a tradie, you've got to get through that process because, you know, like you just feel like you're glowing. Like, yeah. 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 So like really think about the psychology behind that guys when you when you're onboarding though. Like you want someone to be able to show up fully, feeling confident, feeling a part of the team, yeah. feeling connected, not having to earn the, yep. their place. Yep. And also it helps the rest of the team instantly go they're part of the team. There's not that disconnect. So looking at what can be done in advance. Um, also pre-onboarding the what I know I was on your ass. You were busy because we didn't have Amy. But what did you have to do on Sunday? On Sunday, oh geez, I had a list of things that I had to do on Sunday. So I had to organise really important things like email signatures. I um, I went through and I got passwords set up and email accounts and just all of those things. Um, we had a nice background created for the computer. So there was there was a whole heap of those little things that are. Um, welcoming I guess yeah. you know that someone thought about oh 
oh, this is my spot. This yeah. is this is my little place. So yeah, um, I am valued. Mm. I am already valued, and you're not trying to earn. Like someone's not someone's coming in going, I am enough, rather than having to prove themselves mm. too much or seek the validation. So a couple of things that we did there, I said, choose a password that embodies, <laughs> that's, that's a positive or is one of your values or yeah. would be relevant to her so that she can see that there was thought put in, not welcome one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> um, and that, you know, it's, you, you're already set up to do your emails because you're not going, oh crap. And that the email signature is there and the computer station, like you guys were good because you've already had a lot of it set up. But so many times people turn up on their first day and they don't have a computer yet. And they don't, no one's set up their email yet. And it's kind of like, am I important here? Like, is my <laughs> is job actually my important? And where do I sit? And it's really awkward. So having those things set up, the, the desktop though, like with... The inspiring and the and the val- like the re- reinstatement of the virtues, yep. um, just helps to really help the person embody it yep. from work go. And she has absolutely grabbed them by the balls, <laughs> absolutely um, or, already, which is so great. Yeah. Um, so I really challenge people to think about that that process when they're coming in. The other thing is, I was like on your case, going right. Make sure that you've got nothing on, you're going to be there on yep. time, yep. you're going to have your stuff sorted. Because often, especially in, well, not only, I was going to say especially in smaller businesses, that's not true, in business, bigger businesses as well, someone's starting but they've still got their usual, like the whoever's going to look after them or the manager still has their usual day on yep. and they haven't planned it and then the person feels like a burden because they come in and they're running around like a head headless chalk and it's like just wait there and you're still waiting and you're like okay i'm just like standing here with my thumb on my ass we nearly stuffed this up too yes we nearly stuffed (laughs) this up because it was so it was mother's day i didn't have kids with me and so sunday i sort of went oh i can i can slip off i can spend a couple of days up with jade get all this other stuff organized get my six-week plan done yeah and we were we were all planned and all done and then kay says to us but amy starts on monday oh okay let's not do it on monday yeah that's wednesday's good wednesday's a good day (laughs) yes and you know it's been good because i spent two solid days with amy and Mm -hmm. and we worked through and so her her role's a bit fluid at the moment as we we find and refine processes that weren't working in the past. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of what she's coming to do for us. And so it's um, two days of, of very fluid, you know, this is how things work and all of that. And Tuesday, and I hope I got this right, Amy, um, we set Amy up so that she was ready to just roll through for the week and actually kick some goals. Yeah. And I think that was probably really important as well is that um, she feels like she's contributing Winning. this week and getting something done. and. The stuff that she's doing is actually stuff that's been driving me nuts for ages. So it's um, if she's achieved it, and, and I'm reasonably confident, I'm going to be over the moon to get back on Monday and see all that stuff's out of the way. That's just, you know, for me as well, it's just amazing. Yeah. So having a bit of a plan around what's that first week going to look like, what's the next month going to look like, yeah. what are the key milestones, what do we need to be planning for? And having something for her to do when either you are busy or someone else in the team is busy. So having the video of the vivid vision. So often we like, especially if we've onboarding staff a lot, you go, I don't want to do the virtues again. I say this all the bloody time. 
we've got a video of delivering the yep. vision, vivid vision to the team. Yep. We've got the um, video of the virtues, what they mean, how we, how they would be seen as a passenger, a driver, or a thriver. Yep. And so, in ClickUp, she's got like a a to do list, I suppose, yep. where she can just go. It's like it's your onboarding manual. It's like okay, here. So when you're not busy doing stuff and you've got some downtime, here's the this, check this yeah. Out. Here's the training video on this. Here's the training video on that. You've got the training videos on how to do ClickUp. Yep. So it doesn't necessarily need someone. You don't need to be there because she's got the stuff that she's already working in, and then she's got the stuff that needs to be done on video. Yep. That then sets her up ready for you to be back next week to go to that next stage. Yep. Now. To go back to the vivid vision thing, I actually sent that to Amy about half an hour before I thought she'd be leaving home. <gasps> so that she could come in and walk in the door already owning it, already ah, feeling it. So it's, it, it was about 10 minutes worth. And so I just, I timed it. I sort of, I took a bit of a rough guess and I went, okay, so I'm going to send it. And it was about half past seven I sent it. And I just went, just one more vid. Have a listen while you're on the way to, to work, you know, just a bit of a who we are and what we're trying to do in the world. And um, she really enjoyed that. It really uh, gave her um, a welcoming feel to be able to walk in the door and know what was coming and what, what she should be showing off. So I love that. That was really, really cool. I love that. The other thing was that the week before we prepped all the other staff about yep. her coming in, remind them of the virtues and being human-centric and, you know, thinking about how would you want to be welcomed so that everybody was ready. Yeah. And we're like, don't just run up and dump shit on her. <laughs> Do not go and word vomit all your shit that you need done. So, um, yeah. And look, the guys have been great about it. And we've, we've had a particularly busy week. So Amy's got to see the guys in, in motion and moving around. She's already dived in boots and all. She's, yeah. she's getting involved with everything that's going on. And, you know, what, what was really, really great was she's already talking to the team and saying, what can I do to help? How yeah. can I help you guys out? So yeah. um, I think, you know, one week down and, and Amy's planning to come back on Monday. So um. <laughs> judging by the new work workplace chat yeah. we've got going on, she's she's grabbed a couple of the virtues yeah. and she's asking if she can roll them out and what she can do. So I feel like it's, I feel like we're good for Monday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I feel like we sort of had a really good role for the week, which has been great. It's yeah. been really, really great. So the key things I want people to think about when for onboarding, I call it my onboarding success system, is going, right, what is that first week? Who's gonna, who's gonna help her? What are the actual training things that they're gonna do? What, what are you gonna give them to do if there is downtime and in between? What does the painted picture of success look like? And who else in the team is gonna either buddy or support them? And then looking beyond that going, okay, we use six week get shit done plans or like and click up to do milestones. Yep. It's really important that, like we said, Amy's role is a bit fluid at the moment. She knows the baseline tour of duty. Yep. She knows what the painted picture of success is, clear the hurdles for the ripple creators, yep. allow you to step into your genius zone. These are the, like we need yep. systems and processes, but there's the, the shackles are off in terms of how she can do it. Mm. Yeah. But then we go, okay, cool. You're going to create your own tour of duty yep. in about a month's time when you've figured out where, where, you, we're gonna where you're going to sit and how you help us achieve the mission. Mm -hmm. But there is like, okay, we think this week should be about this much training. This week, there's another set of training videos and yep. looms. Hit, and I did love her saying, actually, do you mind if I have a look if there's any other courses that would help me learn to do this bit yep. better that I can enroll in and then I'll add that to the schedule of what I'm learning at that time so everyone knows where I'm up to. Yep. yep. 
And that and, was really, really cool. And I think that's because we inter interviewed for a growth mindset because that is one of the virtues. And without uncovering that in her mm. upfront, we may not have got the right person mm, definitely. into that. Definitely. Yeah. And it's been great. So she's off and racing. She's solving problems for us already. Um, she know we've given her a little bit of here's where we can get support and help from. And um, she's just absolutely nailing it. We've, um, we've had a ball already. So yeah. it's been really, really good. Really good. Um, but there is a lot of work that's got to be done up front. And I think um, often we, we probably forget that 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 onboarding stage is actually equally as important in our culture journey as oh, anything else. It's the most important. So yes, you can change a fuck culture afterwards and or one that had kind of changed or maybe a change direction, like we did a whole culture overhaul and the guys have just embraced it and they're like, yeah. But the best way to, to well, A, making sure that you're interviewing for the virtues and the culture, yep. you're, you're pre-onboarding, and bringing them in and showing them that you actually walk your talk mm. and then the integration and, and the embodiment that those first weeks that's how you build a culture because a culture is what your staff do when you're not watching yes right people think culture is like ping pong balls and bean bags and yep. bright no, colors bright colors yep. and relaxed yep. clothing that's yep. not culture no. right culture is what your staff do and your team do when you're not there yep. And to know like the messages that we've been getting from Amy already, the messages we get from the team, it's that that full ownership and embodiment because they've chosen to come on it, mm. but they can actually see they're not words on a wall. Yes. It's not yep. a load of shit that we put up for marketing. Yep. It's like, yep. this is actually how mm. we roll. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it's just, we're, we're working it. There's still a big journey to go. It's not, you know, I guess um, maybe to touch on the culture bit, yeah, we've had a we've had a bit of an overhaul, and we're working really, really hard on it. And um, I think there's probably a bit of a perception that um, you know you throw a workshop and you spend a few days together hugging each other and sitting on the beanbags and all of that sort Try of stuff. Trying to feed a vegetarian some burritos. Yep, and then that's it. You mm -hmm. know, hey presto, like magic, we've got a new culture. So um, maybe a conversation for another Friday. But you know, mm. it doesn't it doesn't just end with we want to have a culture. Yeah. It's, it's like you say, we we've decided. got to embed it into everything. It's got to, you know, it, it's got to form the foundation of your decision making. Mm. Which is really important with also how we run the team meetings. And I love, we introduced a new thing to our, um, our team huddles on Tuesday because we had Amy coming in. Yep. And often we start with either some breath work to get grounded or an attitude of gratitude or a shout out to the team for where we've seen someone embody the virtues or support or go above and beyond. But this time we did the icebreakers um, so that we could get, mm. so that the team could get to know Amy, Amy could get to know the team, and it wasn't just based on skill set and what do you do here. It's like, Who there, were, there was some, in, some definite <laughs> insight into personalities, that's for sure. Um, but we decided, thanks to Amy, she's like, actually, can we do this every meeting? Every Tuesday, yep. Yeah. And, like you, we've got one really lordy lord on the team who's not so like into the people stuff and he, he didn't look like he was loving it. But I do think it helped him as well to, to learn with the team. To hear what Amy has and who yeah. she is and um, Amy gets to hear what, yeah, he still shares. And, yeah. and we still get to hear the story and everything else. He's just a bit, un he just looks a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. But, but I know with him specifically, he looks uncomfortable at the time because he's not a people person. But the, the way he applies things later yeah. is incredible. Yeah. But the reason why I bring this up is 
if you think about team and team culture, and we know happiness is the greatest hack to productivity and profitability, and the best way to have workplace happiness is for people to feel like they are seen, heard, and connected, and they're not just a job in the wheel, and that someone cares about them as a human being. So too often we get in into I'm meetings. I'm giggling a bit because we were talking about this with kids Oh, as we well. were. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not giggling because so they're, they're not acting up. They're, they're, they're seeking. They're seeking to be seen. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I, we've said it, they're not seeking attention. They're actually seeking connection. Connection. Yeah. Um, and that, that can actually happen in the workplace as yeah. well if someone's being a bit of a clown. Yep. Um, but what I see people do wrong with meetings a lot of the time, especially sales meetings, it's come as like, what's your numbers? Where you're at? And if you are not performing, you walk, can walk out feeling like you're a shit human yep. and that you as a person are attacked yep. rather than you as your performance, but, yeah. but you haven't really looked at the performance. And what I would love to challenge people to do is to look at what, what's just one thing that you could do in your meetings to bring a little bit more human into it. The human bit. Yep. Yeah. And connect to who someone is as a person, not as, not as their job function mm. and it's not mm. just about that because then people are going to want to come along it's it's really um and you, you mentioned sales and so that's a really interesting one so most okay maybe not most let's say as a good salesperson, you should know that the way you're going to make sales is by being human not by being robotic yeah you know and it's um, you know, a really good salesperson builds a rapport where they can get someone on the phone, have a joke, talk about the kids, you know, all that sort of stuff, and, and not really feel like they have to be pushing because, you know, they're just building that relationship. You know what yeah. I do. I can talk to you about what's new in my world that I find exciting, not just here's a product, yeah, you know, buy, 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 but just by having that human connection. So it's really, really amazing that. Um, and it's you're right. It's sales type meetings where you know, right? Okay, so how many numbers have we got? What? Yeah, the coffee's great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Water's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've actually been on holidays for two weeks. Um, Bali was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you make any calls while you were there? <laughs> Your numbers are down. Shannon, make fucking calls. Yeah. <laughs> Bear, start fucking chats. <laughs> And actually, it's Gav too. So Gav, yeah, make Gav. fucking calls. Yeah, Gav, you got two. Wait, 200. Gav, you got two hundred leads. We found out this morning for our brand new program. Yep. So uh, yeah, he better be making calls he's, this Friday. He's got lots of calls to make. Uh, so, well, that's like Gav, the sales guy, said to us a, like a few six week plans ago. Yep. I need more leads. Mm. So we actually, where we were going to focus on operations for a bit, we went. Gav wanted leads, wanted next leads. six weeks, we're gonna launch a new program instead, yep. and we're gonna get him some leads. Yep. He is currently regretting that statement. <laughs> he's not regretting it. He, he's, he's under the pump though, yeah. he's working hard, he's which not, is good. He, I think he's a little cautious that when we're launched, every six weeks we're launching yep. a new product at the moment, and yep. he's ending up with all of these leads <laughs> that he's got to call. Um, excited. And, and, and scared at the same time. Yeah, yeah. definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, where else were we going with that? Ooh, good, good question. So, I'll, I'll divert a little bit. Okay, I'll drink um, tea. Drink tea, drink tea. I think tea. I'm better with beer. So, we, we've sort of already spoken about um, how do we make it a nice, smooth, fluid process and um, how do we expose or, or how do we bring in the virtues of the mm -hmm. business and all that sort of stuff. I think... Um, and we've even talked about that first week thing, you know, yeah. how, do we, how do we make the first week work? 
I think, and and this is a this is probably something that that really really holds back a lot of businesses is the fear of recruitment, yeah, and the fear of onboarding, and probably more importantly, oh fuck, this is the wrong person. Yeah. So, I guess if we start with that one first yeah. week, you know, we've we've had this awesome lineup, we've done everything really really good, yeah, and we're into the first week. Oh shit, this really this. This is not working. So what's what's the pathway from here? What what should we be looking at doing? Hire slow, fire fast. <laughs> um, in terms of it, it, at that beginning stages, don't fire fast when you've got someone in, you know they're the right person, and you've got to figure out what the problems are if they were great before. Yep. But if you get someone in and they've somehow salespeople can do this a lot, bullshitted their <laughs> way into the job, they've they've embellished. Like how, like, because they've done their research. Because a good salesperson will do They're this, right? They're a good right? salesman. They'll yep. research well. Time. They'll regurgitate your virtues. Yep. They'll they'll pick and craft their stories, yep. and they can come across. They'll build the connection. They'll do all that stuff. Yeah, yep. and they're saying the words, but when they get in, you realise they're not doing the actions, yep. or that that there's that disalignment not to the actual calls. values. Not making the calls. Yep. Then you do need to act fast and have the conversations direct and upfront, like. The thing is you've got a probation period or um, even like if you've got a supplier or a, a third party in, you need to be doing these check-ins daily, like really monitoring is is there the alignment and looking at where have, have we let them down, have we actually yep. not shown them this yep. or worse, have we said this is our virtue but somebody is demonstrating something else and it's actually making a, it's like a disconnect, disconnect yep. in there and then they're modeling that. Yep. Yep. And they might be trying to fit in and be cool. Yeah. So you need to try and you need to really look back at least every couple of days and go, what's working, what's not working, and extreme ownership. Whose fault is it? Yep. I think your question though is, with real eyes, we've got the wrong person. Yep. Right. Yep. So you just need to have the the conversation up front, and real fast. It's um, I I think was it in Richard Branson's um, first book where he talked about. He had to let go of one of his employees. Mm. So, um, and it wasn't in the first week, but it was this person that had stayed for so long and they'd done all this awesome work, but both the business and them had outgrown each other. Mm. And so had to make that really, really tough decision. Look, we've, we've just got to let you go. Now the person that he let go has gone on to do absolutely so much more amazing things in some way that is a much better fit, fit for, for them. them. Yeah. So there's no point rubbing against the grain and, and just grinding through, oh, I've made this decision, oh, I just spent 20 grand on a bloody recruiter, you know, like, yeah. oh. Um, it's, it's not worth rubbing against the grain trying to keep to it. I, uh, well, if you've just spent 20 grand on a recruiter, you have a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> you should have a guarantee. Fingers uh, crossed. Yeah. If you and, don't have a guarantee, you probably negotiated too low a fee and you waived it. I, I, I can say I made the mistake too. We had a GM that we put on and um, at the three-month mark, he came to me and he went, I'm just not getting it. It's like, fuck. Look, honestly, I believe in you. I think you've actually got this and all of that. And really what I should have said then, and I should have realized then was, he's already out. He's, he's already, already checked done. out. So, yeah. you know, me being nice and sort of going, look, I, I believe in you. I think you can do this. You know, we, we've had a few challenges that we've been through. Let's let's keep working on it. What I should have done then was going, good, yeah. out the door. Do you think that that was in reflection going, I just don't want to have to go through recruiting an oh, office again. I've just, yeah. I've just spent three months trying... <laughs> You don't get it, and I've already spent three months trying to help you get it. 
Like it's just because it's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Often we do that, right? We hang on to people yeah. and we either we force them. It's kind of like a relationship. <laughs> like we we hang on to someone because I had this conversation with someone not too long ago, and he's like. I've already invested all of this time. Maybe if I just stick in there, maybe yeah. they said they're going to try harder. They're going to go and get anger management. <laughs> like, you, what? Right? You just got to go and, and it's just out of fear yep. or yep. like you just you don't want to go through, you, you couldn't be bothered. You're, not that mm-hmm. you're lazy, but it just seems like a chore and you want to focus on something else. Mm. You've got to you've got to look at what's the knock-on effect for everyone else in the business, the message it sends, yep. the interactions with the clients, and you. And but then going back and you can dissect and go, where were the red flags in the first place? Mm-hmm. What could I have done differently? It really having that extreme ownership of, okay, how could we have mitigated this risk? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Sometimes you just get it wrong. So, like sometimes yep. you do get talked to, or something happens with someone. Uh, personally that yep. that changes the yep. situation yep. Um, and look we've, we've had people that have left the business because of personal things and yep. you know it's I guess as a, as a business owner you have to congratulate them and, and send them well yeah. wishes and that's um, yeah that's certainly one of the virtues that I or one of the core beliefs that we should have as a business owner is that um, whether people come to us for a long time or a short time no matter how they transition out of the business, we should send them with well wishes. Yeah. You know, we, we shouldn't be trying to hang on really, really tight. And, you know, I've, like you said, I've invested all this time in this person. Now they're going on to someone else and, you know, that they're taking this from me and yeah. all that sort of stuff. You know, as uh, I always talk about um, apprentices and trainees and that sort of stuff. And to me, it's a responsibility to train people. You know, to, to build people and whether they're apprentices, you know, if, if you've got a demand for tradies, you have a responsibility to be training them. Yeah. Now, you might not keep them and you shouldn't have to keep them and shouldn't feel like you have to keep them, but you have a responsibility to put time into training people because otherwise when you're 60 yeah. and you've got to dig a trench that's 50 metres long, there's none around. There's no one around to dig it for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and poor Steve has to dig it instead. Yeah. Well, and, and this is like one of his uh, old apprentices, he's changed businesses, his old apprentice rang him the other day, he's like, I'm third year and I'm learning nothing. All I do is dig trenches and carry shit and all I want to do is learn to do what, yeah. like the way you used to teach me because you cared about the workmanship and I feel like I'm going to get to the end of my pr- apprenticeship and be nothing but able to carry fucking bags of concrete around. Right? That's that's not good humaning. That's not sending. That's not setting someone up. And that was when we were talking with Louise a couple of weeks ago, and that's what I, I said. You know, sometimes a tradesman has to take the fucking broom. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you already know how to do the thing. Yeah. yeah. Go sweep the floor and let the yeah. person learn. Yeah. Because yeah. chances are you're not real good on the broom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Um, so so we, we just sort of talked about, okay, we're gonna, we've got someone in, we've worked out they're no good, and we're going to cut them off really, really quick. Yeah. So as a, as a business owner, maybe we should talk about the fear of people moving away from us and yeah. probably even the fear of people coming to us and what that means and how we can deal with that. Yep. I'm going to go with the fear of them leaving us first. Yep. So this is why I love Tools of Duty. And we reference this from the amazing guys that are the co-founders of LinkedIn. Yep. Um, and it's their methodology. We're going live there now, aren't we? We, we are going live there now. <laughs> uh, hey, LinkedIners. I can't see chats. We're using we're using his phone to record, so we cannot see any chat right now. So sorry. We've, we've we'll get back in. Up. We'll get back in. <laughs> Um, hopefully if the team's on, they might be able to do some stuff for us too. But 
the so the alliance framework and the tools of duty and really going do you know what if we get someone that that operates at a hundred percent of their effort and their energy for the time that we've got them even if you have them for a year right say you get someone working in flow the best of their ability given it everything they've got for a year it's way better than having someone for 10 years operating at 20 percent yeah right so and undermining and undermining a culture or just they're not growing you're not serving them either um so really looking at okay what's what can be this tour and how long should it be and where do they go from there so succession planning looking at how you can see everyone wants to grow like it's part of the six human needs they want to contribute and they want to grow yep so you can't it is not the industrial age where you're going to get someone forever sitting there time punching a card yep there do you know what i mean and yeah. that's not what this is about so understanding that understanding how you can help them grow how you can add different things into their role looking at their skill set um even rotating them even into other parts of the team so that they may then fill another gap for you rather than having to leave completely they may grow into a whole nother position that you never would have thought because you've put them in a box and not seen what they can do and being able to move them on but happy employees are the best referral people you can get because often they know other people like them and the other thing is happy employees want to hand over their job really well so they will create the looms for you so they'll if anyone hasn't heard us talk of loom before you can do it with other things but it's like a screen recording um software you can do it in zoom with screen share where Clicker. you just and click oh you can do it in click <laughs> i just learned this yesterday um but click up's our new software that we click up's our new favorite thing um but it's you record what you're doing on a screen as you're doing it so that there's already a training manual ready to hand over. Yep. We also said, like with the guys, if someone's doing something in the workshop or setting up, just get somebody else to follow them around with a camera. Okay, tell me what you're doing. How do I set this room up? Why does the workshop need to be laid out like this? Why, why are you marking, marking lines there? Oh, that's so no one gets run over by the thing, yep. right? It's so easy to do while they're doing it. And a, an employee who's engaged and loves their job and is going with well wishes, will make sure and with tours of duty i've seen this done it like um in big businesses where the a lot of the general managers even when i left um as a general manager in one of the recruitment firms i had a four month notice period (laughs) i four months from when i when i handed in my resignation before i could go so that i had to recruit my own person so i so i knew who it was and i had to train them up teach them all the stuff and make sure all the systems were in place. And I couldn't be like, not my problem, see you, Woo-hoo. right? They, <laughs> I, I had to be in that process and um, we ideally wanted to do a handover. Yeah. Unfortunately, the person couldn't start on time and we had, but, but there is opportunity if you can do that to do, yep. you actually have the person leaving and the person starting. You can imagine the seamlessness of that, that would yep. be amazing, yep. right? But we've then done they, that a few times in the past. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, often they're going, if they're, especially if they're a technical person or a trade person, they're going back into your industry. Yep. So you want them going back out there speaking nothing but positives. Yep. Good they, they may be going to um, somewhere else where they can refer business and become a partner for you. Yep. 
So it's really looking at what, how can you support them in their career, mm. not just with you, but yep. in general, and Definitely. just all around good humaning them, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like at the end of the day, it, it will come back that that positive yep. vibe, that positive energy will come back to us, even if you won't even know where it's come from. It'll be it'll be a random recommendation that they make. Mm -hmm. It'll be um, they told a mate and a friend of a friend found out, and you know yep. all of a sudden, and like for for a lot of businesses. Yeah, you know, that that could be a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollar project that comes just because someone made a good comment. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we I think last week we were talking about, you know, it it doesn't matter how good a job you do, you know, someone might tell one or two people around mm. them. But if you do a bad job, every fucking person hears about it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> well, I have this this memory. I I had to let someone go. Um it was the GFC and they weren't really performing. I'd groomed them. They got moved. Unfortunately, people knew if they got moved to the desk in front of Jade's, there's one stop next. Um, like, you either perform or you don't. And it was a bit unfortunate. And I thought he was going to... Like, I tried to do it as nice as possible. He actually hugged me as he was leaving. And um, I was like, oh, that's cute. Nice. And I didn't see him for about eight years. And one night, I was in the casino in Sydney... And I hear someone scream "Green Leader" across because that's what the music called me across the casino, um, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm a little scared right now." And he just comes running up and launches yeah. on me. It's like three o'clock in the morning, and he's like, "I'm like, oh," and at that moment, going, "Oh my god, I fired this guy. Shit, fuck, fuck, fuck." And he's like, "I just want to say thank you so much for being so hard on me, and for pushing me." Yep. He goes, "I've run my own business for the last five years." <laughs> he started his own recruitment consulting yep. firm Can't and be had been doing it than that. and like at the time we were like this kid's never going to get it <laughs> I was like it's not your gig man but he took all of it on board and he was like if yep. I just go and do the things he didn't want to do the things while he was like he was a bit young didn't want to do the things yep. make the yep. fucking calls make, make fucking the calls, calls. Yep. Yep. but then went actually GFC can't get a job need to get this stuff sorted myself yep. applied all of it <laughs> finally heard the words Finally, Finally the words. heard the words, yeah, and it all works. And that, look, that's that's the lessons that we give is that you know it might not necessarily be right now. And this is where I go back to the training bit. You know, actually mm. training people for our industries and and having a, a bigger picture view of everything that's going on around yeah. us. It's not just about me. You know, I, I've got a responsibility to my industry to put good people out there, mm. and yeah, whether they come and stay with us, whether they come and float through with us, or you know, even if they don't make it to us, but they go through the process. All yep. of that needs to lead to better outcomes for everyone in the industry. Yeah. So um, just having a bigger picture, I think. Yeah, yeah love that. Mm. What was the second part? You've got more questions. I, what, I what, do have more we? questions. So let, let's, did we, did we touch on the fear of letting people go, but we didn't probably come back to the fear of bringing people in. Oh, yes. Why is that so scary? That's so scary because of the amount of work. The amount of people <laughs> No, that, like, this is what I hear all the time. I can't scale because I can't do anything. Any, I've got no more hours in the day to do myself. Okay, hire someone. I've got no time to train anyone. That's right. I'll just hire someone that can already do it. Yep. No one, no one knows your virtues. No one knows your customers. Yep. Let, let's pause for a sec. Let's pause for a sec. We're, I said I was going to be a little controversial today. So, you know, hire for attitude, not for skills. Yes. We're, it's, your, it's your attitude, not your aptitude that... Uh, that determines your altitude. Ooh. Bit of zig zig. Ooh, excellent. Zig zigler right there. So I'm going to be a little controversial and go, I call BS on it a little bit, mm -hmm. and you need both. 
Yes. Well, depending on the role. So we actually had this conversation on one of the coaching calls the other day. Um, and Mark came up because Mark's our uh, technical cartridge yep. dude. Don't hire someone that's got a good attitude who wants to learn how to build a CRM system and learn how to do landing pages and learn how to run mail. Yep. Don't do that, no. <laughs> right? Because that's just going to aid be fraught with danger and it's going to take your time. Yep. But you can pick and choose who. Yep. But if it's a tech, like they've got the baseline technical skills and they just need to learn your yep. thing, great. Yep. But I also, depending on where you are in the sales process, don't hire someone that's had no evidence that they've got resilience. Yep. Now, I, I came from 13 <laughs> years of sales recruitment, and I, so I believe that you can. So you're get, hard as nails. I'm, <laughs> not only, not only did I do sales recruitment, so interview salespeople all day, and then at some stage I thought it would be a good idea to recruit recruiters for recruiters. So re recruiters are ultimately salespeople. Yep. So you're recruiting recruiters that are salespeople for recruiters to be recruiters. Like, why? <laughs> Um, but there is some, you can hire the, and the other thing that I see go wrong with salespeople hiring as well is like, they've got experience as a salesperson. It says sales representative, but no one's going to diagnose other, have they been given the leads and what and they're actually, actually used to do was pack the shelves of Bunnings. Yes. <laughs> Scan the things at the checkout. Merchandiser. Oh, yeah. I've fallen for that one before. <laughs> um, sales representative. Sales representative. Yeah, so you fluff the bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, funny story I had a sister-in-law who was gluten intolerant like a full celiac that sold bread for tip top that's a cool one that was I a like good one. that oh actually I had a friend that was a, uh, one of the best wine agents never drank a, wasn't a reformed alcoholic or anything never drank in his never whole touched. life ever nice I'm like nice. Anyway, that's an squirreled. That one's tough. But but really diagnosing what they actually did, not just the job title. Yep. Because someone who's done sales and been handed warm leads that somebody else had already closed yep. is very, very different to picking up the phone and making calls. And yeah. you can hire people that have never done it before, but you've got to look at the resilience factor. Yep. So you've got to look at what else they have done to demonstrate that they have the personality traits to be able to do that. Um, but ultimately, you want to you want to test that they've yeah. done something similar in terms of what their functions are mm. to make sure that they've got the capabilities. You yep. don't want to be, especially if you're paying big bucks, you don't pay to train. No. Caveat on that though, like I said, if you if they've demonstrated they've done yeah. something similar and it can be trained over, and if you're training people, if you're letting people go with love and they've already made their own training manual of how to hand over the role. Not just, here's the list of stuff that you do. This is how I do it. Here's the phone numbers to call. Yeah, not that. <laughs> Here is how to put it in pipe drive specifically and move it along the process. Yep. Yep. But you, everyone goes, I don't have time to train. Yep. And, I, and especially if they're handing over their own things, yep. record it as you do it. Mm. You don't have to then sit there or we, just have them We shadowing. did talk about this one a few weeks ago. Yeah. Earlier on. I think maybe our first one that we talked about. Oh, that that one thing. That mm. one thing. Start recording everything. Start yeah. documenting everything. Yeah. So so I, I know I was trying to be a little controversial there. So there's there's always there's all the memes around and the photos and you know, don't hire for skills, hire for, for attitude and all that sort of stuff. 
Um, you can have someone with the best attitude in the world and they'll still be fucking hopeless. So make yeah. sure that you actually hire for both. Get yeah. both in there. And it might be that deciding factor. It might be that they're not quite the perfect candidate from a skills perspective, but you know that they're going to jump in and go for it and you can train them into the best person. Yeah. The other thing there is making sure you don't just hire someone because they've got a great attitude or great skill set into the wrong role. So getting that tour of duty down, Mm. understanding the profile type and what energy is going to work. Because you can get someone who's got a great attitude and maybe they've done the job before, but then you put them into something that's going to suck their energy Mm. and it's going to deplete them. And, And you see it a lot. You see really, really great candidates that do a really, really great job but they've they've had a lot of them, yeah. And it's a good indicator that maybe they're they're focused in that wrong spot. Mm. You know, it's it's every twelve months or every two years they're turning over, yeah. And they haven't actually worked out that that's not their best use, and yeah. that they need to grow into something else, yeah. Um, or maybe they're even a bit too scared to, yeah. That that can be a big thing as well, yeah. But also they might be getting hired because they can, and then they get like they're really Ooh. good at it, and they get bored, and there's no. There's not that what we were looking at before in terms of the growth and the mm. and where else they could go and maybe they could rotate into another team for the challenge, yep. and then they come in and they like nail it yep. and then they're like I'm bored now. I'm bored. What's next? Yeah. Yep. So yep. so looking at how those those super performers, what else you can do to keep yeah. them engaged? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Ooh. So, I we were talking about something there before I distracted you and went. I call BS on that. Um, so probably the fear of hiring people in and yeah. we were talking about that and it's definitely a time thing. It's definitely, you've got to make time to bring people in yeah. and bring it. Now, I reckon one of the biggest things that, that probably if we, if we go to maybe a small one or two person uh, business, probably one of the biggest fears is they won't fucking do it my way. Oh, creators. Uh, <laughs> uh. Yeah. And I, look, I, I have to admit I was most definitely guilty of this. Um, when I used to run a flying school, and um, it came from the guy that taught me and that ran the business, you know, we do a really, really good job because we all do it the same. I know a lot better now. Mm-hmm. And look, it, it gave us really consistent results and, and we, could, we had a really accurate plan and, and it all worked quite neatly. But what it did was it limited the people that we could bring into the business and it limited what they would do for us. Yeah, and the growth that you could have. Mm. Uh, I don't know about you, but I definitely would not want Kay managing my email, life, bills, zero, the way social I media, or anything the way that I, <laughs> I do. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, Kay, Kay, we both share Kay. She's our <laughs> amazing, wonderful... <gasps> Um, PA or VA? EA. Uh, EA? Virtual EA. Virtual yeah. EA. Um, I, I think just amazing person that looks after us. She's and my so, human. Yeah, she's she, my wing woman. Wing, wing woman. lady. That wing lady. Wing lady. That's says. it. Yeah. So it's it's the way that she does the job, and, and I certainly have done the same thing with Kay that you have, and I've done it with Amy, is... Um, here's how I do it. Find Make a better, it better way. <laughs> Get your way. Yeah. And you know, I, I know that Kay asked me lots and lots of times. Look, I've tried doing this. Is this okay? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Kay, the answer is almost always yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She sent me an email yesterday. She's like, I really want to learn how to be direct like you are, but not rude. And she said, So I've written this email. What do you think? I'm like, 
look like I wrote it. <laughs> That's great. Nice. <laughs> She's nailed it. Um, the, this is a big problem, right? So, actually, my coach said on the call the other day, he goes, don't hire people. Like, he's like, if I hired a whole team of me's, one of the other guys on the team's like, they'd just be like a big meteorite steaming pile of mess over there and nothing would be getting done. Um, I'm like, yeah. If, if, if we hired all of us, yep. shit wouldn't get done, right? So, unfortunately, often because of unconscious bias, we like people like us because we're able to find common ground yep. and we um, can build a relationship or rapport so then we think, yeah, or we think, oh yeah, I need someone just like me to be able to do it. It's your business. No one is going to care about it like you do. But the other thing is, they don't know all the things that are going on in your head, <laughs> right? And all the, the things that don't get said, right? Use all, words. use all of the use words. Use all of the words. Hang on, and my brain's going at 1,200 words a minute and I can only speak yeah. at 180. And you should be hiring <laughs> for the things that you're not good at first not the stuff you're good at yeah. or that you're that you're the best person in the business right now so yeah. so many times people go the first thing they want to hire is a salesperson because they don't want to do it but you're still the best person because you care the most yeah. and you about know it it. intimately you know how to apply it. you know, you know where, you go. To, yep. where if you and you're like but I don't have time well if you just got rid of all of your email and all yep. of the shit that you don't need to zero. do zero <sighs> Right? <laughs> last Friday, because we didn't do this last Friday, I got to spend an hour and a half with my accountant. Yeah, I love you. Um, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's, we should be looking at what's the things that aren't our highest, best use that we can get rid of first. Yeah. And, and that will take away the fear because you're not going, I'm trying to hire an $80,000 salesperson. And if I get it wrong, my t sales tank and the business then the business is done done yep. right going okay what can i do to hire a 10 15 dollar an hour va yep. Yep. that can actually take like mm. k takes 20 hours of your work away yep. well more. more she does 20 <laughs> hours each for us but for I, what it would take me to do that work yep. I, way I, longer i would say that she's giving me back a week each week yeah 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 I'd, yeah I'd have to say, agree yeah. yeah because she's she's managing the she's so that more can go efficient. there and that. well she is she's so much more efficient <laughs> and she's better at the job than I am yeah. so she does more than I can because as much as anything else I get bored with it Ugh. it okay. just sucks well the thing is again we've talked about flow it takes you out of mm. like if I said to her the other day I, we were due to speak to the account again I'm like I can't do it make it go away <laughs> she's like what do you mean I was like I have to get this new product out I had to do some strategy for you yep. with the launch I'm like if I talk to Lee right now none of that will happen I said just me. make it go away <laughs> and she's like okay I'll fix it and I'm like thank you because I just I just can't because I knew if I went into steel mode yep. all of my creativity and my ability yep. to do that strategy gone and I had to go that's the most important thing so she went and spent hours of going through she's like okay well, let me see what else I can do yep um, so really if you the fear factor comes from spending just, and just time. pause there pause there pause it's a really important point there and this is I this is something that I reckon I've probably done a lot and maybe still do it doesn't have to be done at the same speed I do it yes yeah so it might only take you half an hour to deal with it and it might take someone else an hour and a half that is still perfectly okay 
because you haven't had to spend that time doing it. You haven't had to get out of that flow. Or out of the else. flow. So it's it's perfectly okay for tasks to take longer yes. with someone else. And um, think about your like what your hourly rate is worth to the business yeah. versus what you can pay. So mm-hmm. even it, and it might it could only just be the first couple of times yep. that it takes them that long until they make their own process. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Until they make it better. Until they make it better. <laughs> and they go, no wonder it's hard for everyone because yeah. you do it a really weird way. Yeah. And look, I, I probably still do it now to the to the guys, the Ripple created, where you know I'm expecting things to happen a hell of a lot quicker than they probably should. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just because um, as much as I'm certainly not a steel sort of a person and, and it's very hard for me to grind, when I do, it's just... It's a bulldozer. Get out of yeah. the fucking way. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be in the way. Um, but you, again, it's your business and yep. you know how to get yourself yep. into state yep. also to do that. Like when I have to steal, I'm like, everything's in its right way. And I'm like, yep. I'm on and everything. Yep. Don't talk to me. Yes. Yes. And, you know, we, we just touched on um, use all of the words. And I think this is probably where we let our team members down the most. Mm. Um, and, and it's, I didn't think about it very much until... Um, Someone said to me about how fast we think, and but not only that, that um, the thoughts that I'm having, you know, I'm thinking, like, I, I, I wake up in the morning, I go, I've got an amazing idea that I just came up with. This is going to be epic. This is just going to be so good. Now, the thing is, is that my brain's been working on it for months, if not years. Yeah. So then I go and have a conversation with someone and my brain's going like this. And you, you already know, know all the dots. And I, I've already and joined all the dots and I've done and the all context. things and I know everything. And, you know, but I've only just had this idea, why isn't everyone understanding me? What the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> like, can't you see? This is clear. It's just so easy. So we let our teams down where we don't paint the picture of success. Yeah. So that's from Brene Brown. So the paint the picture. Don't just draw it. Don't yeah. just describe Do it. Do a line drawing. Paint it. Paint yeah. it with all the colours, with all the gradients, with all the details, with all the texture. And I'm going to I'm going to gr- jump in there and and go some Simon on you. Simon Sinek, start with why. If you want someone to care about it and like to be able to do it to the level, tell them why it's important yeah. and connect the dots for them. Yeah. So really important when you're doing your looms or you're doing your training or you're you're physically training someone, tell them why you've been doing it that way. Because a they might be able to find a better way. Yep. Because they you go we're doing it like this because I want this outcome, and they go oh actually. At my old business, what we would do to get that outcome is this whole other thing. Because yeah. I just than just someone thing. better at it than me. That's what you should have done. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But if you're telling them the why, they won't cut the corners. And if you're demonstrating, like, especially the value alignment or whatever, but if you're like, this is why we do it like this, because of safety. Yep. Because last time we didn't do that, somebody did this. Or we encourage all of the students to use a keep cup because our value... Yep is to be planet plus, planet plus. Yep. so we would love to hear here is a keep cup for your first day <laughs> now amy turned up with an awesome oh, a unicorn charlotte is not impressed oh like, like overly impressed and not impressed and not all at once so Amy's yeah. gonna have to find another one yeah we need another unicorn cup for charlotte because <laughs> she was like i want the car i want the car, the car. Nice. yeah Nice, so. and so and it's good that we can bring a bit of flair, and and that that was something that Amy said was that she can come and be herself. Yeah, you know? like she's quite amazed that, and and she's come from a government job, so she's amazed that she can have a photo up, she can have her own coffee cup, and and express. She herself. can have her unicorn. Yeah, she wasn't allowed to have anything on a workstation before, was she? And we yeah. said, we said, 
do whatever you want to this area, make it your own. <laughs> and, and that was her task for this week and um, one of the things that she had on. So it's going to be pretty cool to see what she's done without me over there, without me me hovering and, and all of that, to see what she's done with that front area there and, and what she came I think with. it's another important piece, right? Often, even if the people have like the desk and that, letting someone have their personality so that they can feel like they get to be themselves mm. rather than... This is your desk. This is how it's set up. Yep. This is like, and different people work different, different flow. Mm. Giving them wherever you can yep. that little bit of freedom to show their personality and to set it up to be the most comfortable they can mm. be is hugely important. Like even like I let Kate pick her. I'm like, this is your job. This is what you do. What what's the yep. what's the title that you want to have? How do you want to sign off your signature? Yep. And she she sent me back. Jade's wing lady, because she likes lady better than woman, yep. and it's got a fairy after it, because nice. she's my little angel. She's and that's cool. I like do you know what I mean? So and now she loves to embody that. Yep. Nice. Nice. So nice. wherever you can, kind of helping people to to be the expression of themselves, because yep. that is the ultimate purpose of us in life, right? Yep. To to be to self-expression is the ultimate. Yep. Level. For us, it was one of our virtues was be awesome and be your own awesome. So yeah. bring your own stuff. Be yourself. Be your best self. Understand that you've still got to do the things you've got to do. Yeah. But certainly be your own awesome in, in all of that. So yeah. That's, yeah. that's it. All right. So we've, we've talked heaps. Yes. We've talked lots and lots. So what's three things? What's three things that everyone should remember for us? Yeah. So assuming they've listened to everything about making sure they hire the right person first, yeah. right? We've made the offer. We've, we've got the awesome okay. person. So the, the three things is really thinking about your from offer to start date process. How do you keep them, like, like your customer, how do you keep them on the journey and start making them feel like they are a part of the team? Yep. Then the first day experience is the make or break. One thing I didn't touch on is that in the, the first, 70% of people in the first 90 days are looking for a new job yep. and it's your you it's the first 30 days is like the most opportunity for someone to come and sweep them out from underneath you yep. so you really want to make sure that they feel like they made the right choice yep. and that they are a part of the family so i'd say first is think about the process um between and what you can do to make that more seamless and inclusive then the first day how do you make sure that they know that they're a valued part of the team you're walking your talk and you've really thought about how you're embedding your culture and then the third thing would be loom everything, record everything now. Just, if you just did one, like even now when you're starting business, yep. if you just did one a week, yep. one process a week. Yep. And I said an hour a week, spend yeah. an hour a week just tidying that stuff up. Yeah. As you do it, take the time, take, slow down, slow down Tiger, it's okay, slow yep. down, because it will make you go a lot faster yep. in the future. And if it's not your role that you're replacing, it's somebody else's, get get that person doing it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So I'm Kyle. I was just here to take up space. This is the wonderful Jade who's talking all about and keeping me on track. I hope you all found this really, really valuable because I have in the last couple of weeks, you've got the very, very distilled version. Um, <laughs> Go with it. It will yeah. make a big difference. And as Jade said, also go back to the other stuff that we spoke about hiring the right person. Mm. I'm going to organise my trip home. It's really, really hot sitting here at the moment, so I think you were hoping gonna... to get an... oh, you were hoping to get a wave before you left. What? I just saw the reef break. I, I reckon we should go and get a wave and cool off a bit, and then I'll head home. Awesome. Thank Beautiful. you. Thanks, guys. Hey there, barrel chasing business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. 
what would be amazing and allow us to reach as many business owners just like you would be if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If you feel like you got any entertainment or any value added today, if you could pop on over, that would mean the world to us. See you on the next show.